The Two Gays, One Topic podcast is sponsored by AdamandEve.com. Adam and Eve is the leading adult toy and product company in the U.S., so if you feel like spicing up your life in that regard, head on over to AdamandEve.com and use our code 2GAYS, so that's the number 2, G-A-Y-S, for 50% of almost any one item site-wide, and you'll get, you guys will get free shipping. So head on over to AdamandEve.com and use our code 2GAYS for 50% off of almost any one item site-wide and free shipping. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Two Gays, One Topic podcast, uh, where we talk about just a various range of topics from our perspective as two gay men in America. Um, so I'm one of your hosts, Funny Valentine. And I'm the other host, Mayfield. I had to figure out how I was going to say that today, and I could not figure out like another way. So that's the way I'm saying it today. You're welcome. <laughs> he, he always says it in some like super like mask like dude bro way, and that time he really got me off guard. Yeah, because... yeah, yeah. I hit you with the mix up, man. It will always be the same. I don't block unless it's on grinder oh, um, he... <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord oh god um this week's episode um we wanted to do mental health because i think you know not only as a gay person but as a black person and being in america yeah um it's a really important thing especially um, during to... this time oh absolutely 100 percent um so it might not even really be like that funny of an episode in all honesty like normally you know we have notes and we have mapped out what we're going to talk about uh we have zero notes for this like this is all straight up like just real just coming straight from us so uh um i know you guys are kind of here for the last but i hope that you you know get a lot out of this episode too yeah basically y'all get hit with some real uh if y'all don't know as much as we uh joking on stuff we also real talk like all the time we probably like <laughs> will hit you with the real probably faster than any other person, but not in like that disrespectful, like I'm just trying to be an asshole, but I basically want to just say this more like that. Uh, this is what's really up. So, well, and that's why I like, I really fuck with Mayfield like that because I know at any point Mayfield is going to give me 100% his real authentic opinion on whatever the fuck it is. Um, Especially if I ask him for it. Yeah. Well, even if I don't ask him well, for it, you know, say I'm a, anyway. I am a little shady, and that's uh, not totally, not totally. <laughs> but if you ask me, you know, how 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 is X Y Z? I'm like, well, let me give you this full scope on X Y Z. But you gotta ask for it. Otherwise, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. I don't want to be, you know. You're just coming from a wise elder bear. Oh, so now I'm old. So now I'm old. It's done. I didn't say old. Oh, so I said now I'm wise. Old. I see how it I is. Said a... That's crazy. That's crazy. It's a- absolutely crazy. This is absolute. That's insane. I didn't know. I well, now that I'm a older, you know, older elder bear here. I didn't mean elder as in yeah. decrepit and decaying. I, <laughs> I meant wise. Oh, okay. I see. You know. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. I take it. I'll take it. <laughs> um so I, I guess with um with mental health, I think it's a it's a very hard topic to talk about. Um I'm gonna say specifically um as a black person here in America, because I think in the in the black community, 
uh, mental mental health is often stigmatized. Always. Like if you try to go get help for it or you try to get medication, therapy, anything of the sort, um, black families tend to ostracize you for that and make you make you seem like you're crazy or you don't need that. And, you know, my family specifically, not to like throw them under the bus or anything, but, you know, they were very religious, you know, Baptists, and that's not something that that you would fix using, you know, medication or therapy. That was something you were supposed to, that was supposed to, your relationship with God was supposed to fix those things and prayer and all these things. And I'm like, and I'm not, I'm not bashing on anyone's religion or anything like that, but just, that just wasn't for me. You'd be like, um, nigga, I'm depressed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I, like, what? I mean, really though? I mean, like, hey, well, I, I don't think I ever really, my parents found out like on accident. I'll probably get into that later in the episode, but um, yeah, I didn't even tell them I had started taking medication for my mental health until I kind of had to because I saw the, the the bottles in my room and they were like, "Oh God, he's on drugs." And it's like, no, 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 that, that's not that's not what those are. That that helps me be a functional human being. Yeah. Um. And, uh, honestly, like being on the meds and going to therapy has probably been the most efficient way and effective way for me specifically to deal with my mental health issues. Um, I've been cl- clinically di- diagnosed with anxiety and depression multiple times. Well, to, to get the medication, obviously. Um, but I hope so. Of- like, don't be doing, <laughs> no. like, don't self-diagnose. I know Wikipedia, you know, Google real quick, but I mean, I was just going to go to the, the crackhead down the street. I do live in Las Vegas. You know, they, oh, they can't. No, accurately. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But no, I, I've had that for a very long time, like since middle school, pretty much, um, and didn't get diagnosed or help with it until, uh, what? No, like after college, like when I was 22. Huh. That sounds about right with this climate. I feel like, um, and we'll probably get this later in episode two, that I feel like mental health is much more I like open now. You know, I don't think when I was younger, many people talked about mental health stuff at all. They kind of just treated it like, oh, well, you know, you're sad today. Just, you know, you'll get over it. But then what happens when you're like sad for like the whole month or the whole year or, you know, all the time, 24-7? Or you just have, you know, I I basically deal with, for me personally, the only thing I really deal with. Because I'm like, I would say that like, luckily enough, for the most part, I'm pretty neurotypical, I would think. Mm -hmm. But I've had... At least, especially in these past, like, I would say maybe the past year, probably even more, honestly, thinking back on things, had a lot of anxiety, like a lot of anxiety that I thought maybe was like, oh, this is normal. People have anxiety like this, but I've had excessive amounts of anxiety and excessive amount of panic attacks doing absolutely nothing that would even warrant a panic attack, like driving home. I'm just driving home. Nothing's happening. It's like. 11 o'clock at night and i'm having a panic attack for no reason and now i'm like freaking out the entire time you know catching my breath i'm like okay everything is okay everything is okay and then when i get home it's like it's gone i'm just like what happened honestly yeah same thing will happen to me shit that happened to me the other day i was just grabbing like some water out of the fridge and then it just felt like like my chest was tightening up and like the like room around me was closing in on me. And like, I, I, was, I just felt like, like the world was ending. And I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? I was trying to get hydration. Like why? <laughs> I was trying to get hydrated. I was just trying <laughs> yeah, to be dry. Like, 
I ain't trying to be ashy and dry and raggedy out here in the park. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, I completely feel you. I feel like I've had a um, uptick on like things associated with my mental health since all this has started as well. And I'm a very introverted person. So all this time kind of being secluded and not being near people has been wonderful for me. But right. I think... Well, I also did move like 2,000 miles across the country, so that probably... (laughs) (laughs) That also changes a lot. Yeah, which that surprisingly wasn't bad. I mean, it was a little bit crazy there for a minute, but I don't know if I'll get into that story on the podcast. (laughs) But yeah, um, I don't know. I I think, um, and obviously, you know, we're not medical providers or anything like that. You know, you want to get help for your mental health, like, hey, you go explore those options. Google is free. You can find um, a doctor, you can find someone to talk facts. to, like go reach out. Or if you know someone who also deals with stuff, like go talk to them. Like don't, facts. like, so you have, you know, credible sources, not like that random dude that was like pretending to be a doctor in Florida twice, not once, <laughs> but twice. You're talking about, yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Now that's, oh, God. you know, but that was just, bad. <laughs> that's crazy to me still. But don't, yeah, yeah just, you know, figure out what's best for you and like get, you know, get advice and just, you know, really it's what's best for you at the end, so. Mm-hmm. and it is okay to get help for your mental health and there's i was gonna say there's nothing wrong with you i mean obviously there's like a chemical imbalance in your brain but there's nothing wrong with seeking help or trying to fix it right uh, i think that was a, i think that was one of the things that made it so hard for me to get help for my mental health for such a long time is that i was again ostracized for trying to get help for the issue um, right so I, I just, I, I want that to be clear if anybody's listening to this and they're kind of, you know, hesitating on, oh, well, do I want to go take this step with the medication? I mean, obviously, you know, speak to a, a medical provider about it, but uh, shit, it's probably been the best thing for me. Um, and it, God, like I, I've had mental health issues for so goddamn long and I, I don't really talk about it. I don't think I've ever really, like, even with my close friends, I'm not very like, I'm always trying to kind of make sure other people are good. Right. Mm-hmm. You you do do a good job of like, you know, making sure that other people are okay and stuff like that. I had to basically be like, uh, yo, Valentine, what up? What <laughs> what good, you know, to really get you to be like, oh, let's talk about this, you know? So. I, yeah, because I will literally just fall off the face of the planet and like people just won't hear from me for weeks and I'll feel bad, but I'm like... <laughs> I'm here. I'm just just trying to exist. Trying to exist. I I fucking love you. Yes, that's literally yeah, me. Just you trying understand? to exist here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy though, because you think about it, it's like you're literally just trying to exist, and then you're literally. like, okay, cool. I can come back a little bit. Hey, where? Hey, what's what's good, y'all? I'm, I'm back. Mm-hmm. But it's a very it's a very crazy topic. I really do feel like. I think as I was saying that it really has kind of changed uh, recently. It seems like a lot of people are reaching out and talking about it. You know, it's not, I wouldn't say it was taboo, but again, Mm. you really didn't hear about it as often as you do now. I think that's really just like the internet, honestly, that's boosted out a lot. So there's Mm -hmm. a crap ton of information about like, Oh, this is, you know, this is what this is, or, Oh, this is why I'm suffering here. Like, um, even if like, uh, What's an example? I think the example would be like ADD and ADHD. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't even like realize that they have that until like for they just randomly decide to like do some. I think I might have this, and they just randomly decide to do like some random online test. And the next thing you know, they're like, "Oh, I fit under all these cr- criteria."s 
what? Mm-hmm. And then they go to a doctor, and next thing they know, like, you know, they're on a regimen to try to, like, manage their symptoms and everything. Like, mm-hmm. it's worth it. I think it, it's very it's very rough. Um, Going back to, like, I guess more like on a black perspective, black families really do not talk about mental health whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It is not a genuine household topic. It's like, if you're sad, you're just sad, get over it. If you're like, you can't focus on your schoolwork or whatever it was. Like, uh, you just you just need to work harder. Like, you're just slacking off. Like, you you know, there's nothing wrong with you. You know, it's not really talked about like that. And even in mm-hmm. schools, they don't really even talk about things like that. It always seems like, if oh, if you have ADD, you're just basically like a problem child. Like, you don't have any, there's just something wrong with you. Like, you just don't care enough. But, you know, you some people really cannot focus on mm-hmm. things. And then some people are just, you know. As we're going with the high anxiety and depression, and there's a multitude of things that you could fit under. There's a there's a huge umbrella, you know, that can be rain that can rain on you of like mental health problems, you know. And that's why yeah. people go get the health to basically have an umbrella in the rain, you know, in those situations and stormy situations. Um, yep. That's why it's a lot better now. Thank God, it's a lot better now than it was before. And it'll, mm-hmm. I'm hopefully it will be like more and more improved, and more and more people will talk about their personal struggles instead of just sitting there like hey you know it, talking about your struggles when you can talk about it you shouldn't have to talk about everything you know you decide what you want to talk about what you don't want to talk about but mm-hmm. i've seen a lot of like uh people especially on twitter that people i'm friends with basically start talking about like when they feel bad about something or like they need that extra help that day and someone will be like oh hey i got you like if you just need someone to talk to right here you know it's like a it's like a support mm-hmm. system because there's a bunch of other people who know what you're going through so, you know, it helps too. Like, you know. I'm so bad about reaching out when something is wrong with me. Oh my God. Um, I, I think that kind of stems from like where a lot of the trauma and the like abuse came from is like I never really I was never able to like feel anything. Like I always right. had to worry about other people growing up and I always had to do this and I no matter what it was, I had to do it and I couldn't let how I felt at that moment, whether it was physically, mentally, emotionally that could not get in the way of it no matter what. Um, And that like crippled me (laughs) as I got to college. Like I went from not really getting to think for myself and always having to do things in spite of, um, to now I do have to think for myself and now I'm just out on my own. Like I was a fucking mess um, freshman year. Well, I'm still a mess. Well, I I didn't even know that there was really help for my mental health until I got to college. And I didn't even realize that there was something wrong with me until I got to college, like actually being out there on my own. So what was it that like made you go, oh, this, uh, there's something wrong with me. Here's the person that basically, you know, let me know that there's something up with you. You should look into this. Um, It was actually one of the programs at North Carolina State University. So I ended up going, I ended up moving into my dorm, like maybe a couple of days early or something like that. Um, I don't remember exactly what program it was. I'll have to find out later if somebody DMs me. But basically they were, oh, it was with the, um, there was like an African-American, um, I guess like resource group at NC State. Oh, that, gotcha. It's a predominantly white university. So any students of color there, um, I think it was like a multicultural something resource group, but they offered resources resources for students of color, you know, how to, navigate some of these spaces where there's not a whole lot of people that look like you mental health resources and a couple of other things and like after connecting with one of the um basically one of the leads there who was also 
um he worked as one of the he worked in the recreation department um kind of him being like a mentor to me and him letting me know that you know i have these resources available to available to me and like on like the little pamphlet and on the website they were kind of describing hey do you have these symptoms or did you go through this or did you do this wow. you might want to check out this free counseling center um or free counseling option in the counseling center um that might help you work through some of these issues and i didn't even really think about it i'm like is there really something wrong with me? So I think that was not like, not that I felt like I was like, you but know, it, put, it, gave, it started the thought yeah. that like maybe yeah. something was up. Yeah. And that's when I started going to those counseling services and I was like, Oh, I'm not okay. I can't keep living like this. And also, you know, going to college and like almost dropping out my first semester because my grades were so bad because I, one, it was so hard to get out of bed every day because I just felt like I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I <clears throat> felt like I was, I just felt so like down and out and like that I couldn't do anything. And I'm like, nothing's wrong. Like I'm starting college. Like I should be happy. This is like, everyone says this is the greatest four years of my life. And I right. couldn't even get out of bed half the time. <laughs> Lo and behold, it's because childhood trauma. So, mm. you know. <laughs> well, at least, it, at least you, you know, you got that knowledge. At least like, thank God for that pamphlet, I guess. That, shout out know. to the pamphlet. Shout out to the pamphlets. <laughs> like actually you know actually having information that helps somebody yeah i just that's wow the college is rough college is rough for the mentals so to to already you know be going through some stuff and then you get to college that's like a whole different oh my gosh i mean i probably wouldn't have gotten help and i wouldn't be where i am today if i didn't go to college not saying that everybody needs to go to college to fix their mental health. Good God, that sounds like a horrible idea. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying specifically on this podcast, your host, Sweaty Valentine, is saying this is what he did to get to where he is now. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're not saying go, go and join college. Go, go sign go up. To... <laughs> get all this debt so you can fix your mental health. No, 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 no. Listen, you, can, you can skip yeah. that and just, you know, there's other things you can do. <laughs> at least hey but you got an education too so you know you made it through college you know successfully you made it through college you know i mean barely but i did hey yeah. listen ba <laughs> listen barely is still going through that's like you know that's an achievement in itself c's you know. do get degrees period they do they do indeed so <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do an episode on college that would be a good, that'll be a oh, good one. Ooh, i got so much stuff about college that's, Ooh, i got Lord. a lot of stuff about college I do too. <laughs> oh, oh! I wonder what you got about. I, anyway, Ooh. that's probably a little bit, you know. Yeah, that's not mental health. <laughs> that's that was health. It wasn't mental. That health. was health. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I like I said. Uh, I don't really. Other than like anxiety and like the panic attacks, I don't really have anything that's been. I, I don't know. I, I guess like family life wise was pretty rough or can be rough in times, but I don't, mm -hmm. I, I guess I just got lucky, like just straight up lucky, I guess. Um, because I don't have any, you know, remnants of anything crazy or anything like that. Other than like, I guess, like I said, the anxiety and panic attack issues at the moment, but I have basically found and may, you know, maybe it's just like, what it is but people i've dated and people have been around have also always all gone through stuff like mm -hmm. i like a relate you know 
like I can't personally relate, but I'm always like surrounding with people and I always like learn more and more stuff about things. Like I try to be very conscious of everything that I can. Um, I used to read a lot of things. Like I was reading like so much things on like uh, mental health and how to make it better and, you know, thought process and, you know, what you do. And I, I like, always try to like promote people that I know that need to like go talk to a therapist, like talk to a therapist. That is not something that is problematic. That is not something you should be ashamed of, like, at all. I hate that that's, like, I guess we were saying before, you know, don't be ashamed to go and get help. But I feel mm-hmm. like if you want to talk to a therapist and that helps you, you talk to that therapist every single time. You set up all these sessions when you need to to get all your stuff straight. Do not listen to people going, well, what do you need a therapist for? Um... That is ridiculous thought process, and in some cases, you may not need a thought therapist, but in some cases, other people do need a therapist. Also, mm-hmm. from what I understand, and maybe you can, you know, you could probably shine more light on this, is that not every therapist is for every person. Oh, 100%. Like, I, yeah. I went through, like, four of them until I got to somebody that understood what I was going through, um, and, yeah, it... <laughs> Not to like discourage anybody, but they usually will ask certain questions like, like kind of dis, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like to distinguish what's like yes. the, the details of like the situation and everything. Yeah. What you need, you know, what you would like for in a therapist or what you would look for in a therapist, like certain qualifications. Um, did you want a therapist who is also the same race as you? Do you want a therapist who's also gay? Um, like those kinds of things matter. Um, right. Yeah. And honestly, the best one I've had, crazy enough, was this uh, um, Caucasian woman from New York, actually. Um, she was my last therapist, you know, when I was in Richmond, and she was phenomenal. Um, she got it. She understood. And I think that was because she had grown up in a very diverse environment um, and saw some of the things, you know, with her friends, even that she was still working right. with them on. Um, and yeah, I, I had a really good time with her. You know, I was very, it was very short, uh, my time with her, because obviously I moved 2,000 miles across the country, but she really understood, well, she really listened to me, one, um, which I, I, you would think that would be common sense for a therapist to listen to somebody, but <laughs> you would no, think. she actually listened, she actually took notes, she actually really tried to understand what I was saying and what I needed help with. Um, it helped me work through some things and kind of verbalize some things that I didn't even realize wasn't like, I was doing like uh, I knew that like I was a very giving person and that like you know I'm always worried about other people but I didn't realize how detrimental to my own health and my own growth in every area of my life how detrimental that was and how much that was actually holding me back until speaking with her um oh wow yeah you had yeah. a breakthrough Oh, dog, I was, like, in tears, like, on the floor of that raggedy apartment in Richmond, like, Damn, on the Zoom call with her, with the... dog. No, for real, we were talking about, um, like, at work, like, how I didn't want to cause any conflict, but I also didn't want to do certain things with this, and then, you know, shitty relationship. Right. I, had, you know, still hadn't gotten over from, like, a year or two ago, and, like, just all these things, and, like, the way I was describing those situations in the way that you know i was talking about how i was resolving them she was finally like wow you really like just you care so much about other people that you don't care about yourself and i was like how dare you be correct Your like pearls I were grabbed 
and thrown on the ground. I didn't realize how far I had like just gone to the extent to really be there for other people and not take care of myself. Um, yeah, yeah, it was pretty. Well, but I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't gotten the therapy session with her. Yep. If you hadn't gotten a therapist, then you would have not known. You would have not had that breakthrough. And I'm sure mm-hmm. that's changed uh, a lot of your perspective on things. 100%. Um, like, you know, you don't just move 2,000 miles across the country <laughs> to a place you wanted to live in since you were 17, you know, unless you kind of, I wouldn't have been able to do that unless I was in the mental state, you know, that I was after speaking with her. Right. And, you know, living in Las Vegas was my dream since I was 17. And finally an opportunity presented itself and I fucking took it. You in so, there. Yeah. I was yeah, definitely absolutely. like, when you were like, oh, I'm about to move. I'm like, get it. Go. Facts. 100%. What? Like that's another thing. Like you need to get people around you that support your mental health growth, whether that's friends or family. If you got to cut people off and bring other people in, get you a Mayfield because Mayfield will be right there. Oh, you want to do this? Well, okay. Here's why you should and why you shouldn't do it, but I'm going to be here for you regardless. Yeah, Do what you want to do. Do what you need to do. I'll support either way. That's basically how I feel like you need to be with your friends. You need to tell them what's up, you know, when you feel something off about something, but you also need to be supportive. You know, you don't want to keep, Keep your circle good. Keep your support system good. Like if your support system is toxic and not good for you, you gotta Thanks. you gotta get out of them. They will literally ruin your mental health in a nutshell. Like you could be doing well and you go hang with them and it's like it feels bad. We don't got time for that. Not at all. Thanks. So I don't yeah. I don't do that. I I feel like we've been talking a lot about like how your mental health has been affected by like your family and like those like close things around you but like there's so many things that affect our mental health like from the gay community from the black community from oh my gosh so we, listen I, and i know we've talked about this a couple of different times on here but the racism in the gay community i that shit i didn't realize how much that was affecting me until going to therapy either um and I, I mean, obviously, you know, we've talked about on the dating apps, people saying no blacks. Or yes, like, that is the worst. It's oh. <sighs> mm, that that is such a detriment. Like, I feel like and maybe maybe we'll have to when we do the coming out episode, watch out yep. for that. We'll talk yep. about that more. But I feel like just the apps, the apps are so bad in terms of like seeing like no blacks and no da 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 and then you just don't feel like you fit at all and then like you just don't i don't know it's just it's you feel so alienated so it's like if you let's say let's say you're uh you know you're surrounding your family life isn't that great but you know you finally you're like i'm gay they're like okay cool i might have a gay family and then they're like we don't accept you you're not basically this archetype you feel even more messed up about it i it's rough Dude, I can fucking feel that. That's the other thing about the black community is it can be entirely way too homophobic sometimes. Well, not sometimes, a lot of the time. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, you're already oppressed in so many different ways by racism. Why would you go and then be homophobic? It's the same thing. It'd always be those blacks that'd be like, oh, you know, all black lives matter. It'd be the blacks that'd be saying this. And then they'd be like, oh, well, you're gay. Nah, you ain't really about not the gay black ones, not the trans black ones, you know. Stupid. That's that. It's that whack shit. It's super whack. It's crazy whack. I have problems with that. People have already been cut off in my life mm-hmm. that are like that. So I'm good on that. 
but I think, uh, yeah, I agree. I think kind of going back to the app thing a little bit, and I talked about it on the dating app episode, but you know, getting the opposite instead of people saying no blacks, they're fetishizing us for being black. And instead of just calling me, you know, cute or funny or handsome, they're calling me this chocolate fever dream or this bull something like I don't want to be fetishized either. And that really was kind of impacting my mental health because I felt I didn't really I mean, yes, I like the attention, but is it really worth all of that to be objectified so much that they're not even really looking at you as a human anymore? You're not just a person. A, you're just a sex object, yeah. just a, a brown colored sex object. And I, that didn't feel good. And I, I had to stop because that was hurting me. Like I was settling for that. And I don't need to settle for that. I'm fucking I mean, I have the I have the self confidence of like a seventeen year old. I was about to be employee. so proud of you because you were about to boost yourself so hard. And I'm like, let's go, let's get it. No, and then I you're like, literally. Eh. <laughs> oh, God no, <laughs> I listen. It's I don't have none of that 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 self confidence shit. We I'm working on it. I'm trying, but it's 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 hard. I'm just saying it is rough. I understand it is rough. I have a lot of self-confidence at times and at other times I have no self-confidence. So got to work on the, I got to work on the balance. Mayfield is fine as fuck. Y'all don't let's y'all need to gas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I am not. uh, Mayfield. No, I was just telling somebody the other day. They're like, why does Mayfield sound so fucking fine? I was like, cause he is. And then I sent him a picture of you on Facebook. No. And And they were like, they were like, skirt. They're like, I wish we could oh <laughs> but he's like well i'm not gonna say what he said but he's like maybe in another lifetime i'm like why 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 in another Whoa. lifetime why can't you do it in 2022 when we go to bear events again he's like oh it's because i'm taken i was like damn mm. that's od but oh yes my mayfield mayfield could be on a bear magazine i cannot like, yes he can no he 100 no this anyway <laughs> Trying to boost my self-confidence. Anyway, that's not going to work. I know the real truth. Um, He knows I'm right. That's why you no, have to you're not. <laughs> this where Where's the off button on this shit? Hold <laughs> up. Let me, let me just be done with this. Like, this has been, oh my gosh, I can't handle. No, not, well, that don't matter. I just feel like with that you know i guess going back to that really honestly on ass being treated as like you know this chocolate piece is kind of just like where am i as a person i just you know it just feels really awkward it's cool like you said the attention is cool but it's not really worth it i just don't there's nothing there there's no substance you know i don't like having conversations with people like that and there's just no substance they're just like oh man chocolate black man i like you a lot you got that that thick D and blah blah blah. Whatever oh they want to go they into, all sound like that too. They the do. They're thing. creepy. <laughs> it's always like these creepy, obsessive, and I just it kind of just I don't. know. This doesn't make me feel kind of weird or feel bad. And then like I go into like other things, and it makes me question how other people view me. It makes me question like, okay, does this guy exactly. like me because he? Think I'm a cool person, or does he you just... verbalize exactly what I was trying yeah, to right. say? Yeah, right. Does like, he like because I was I'm trying... black? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, the reason why it was affecting my mental health so bad is that I was settling for that, and now I'm questioning every relationship that I have now because of me settling for less. And I don't have to do that. I'm fucking bad as fuck sometimes. Like, just, oh, okay, that was to... better. That was better. <laughs> and you know, I deserve to be treated as such, and I won't settle for less. So, yeah. 
Yup. I did this. Oh, man, that's so exhausting. That is the most exhausting. That is such a strain as like a gay black male. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is so, oh my God, it's so exhausting. And I'm, what's messed up is I could probably go to every single like person of color and ask them what their experience with that is. Every person Mm -hmm. of color has at some point that is gay probably dealt with that exact thing and whatever scenario. And I'm just like, can we do better, please? (laughs) And then there's like no spaces really for people like us to talk about these kinds of things so that we can, you know, try and change them or really do anything about it. But like, there's, there's just no place to do it. It sucks. Well, that's very true. Well, we do have a place. We have this podcast to talk about it. Shout out to two Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Follow yeah. us on Twitter. No, I'm kidding. Well, I'm not kidding, but you know. You know the plug? We <laughs> <laughs> just find that Twitter handle right quick. Oh my gosh. Um, did you ever, I know you said you're mostly neurotypical, but when you were having mental health issues, did you ever have some kind of unhealthy coping methods? Not to like be up all up in your business, but like, um, not, not exactly. I feel like I just, um, anything unhealthy. Mm, Or I guess it doesn't have to be unhealthy, but did you have any really weird Any Well, I, I don't know. I stay up a lot. So that during those periods Next. of time, I did not go to sleep at all. <laughs> at all. I just like would stay up and be like, man, I don't. I'm just laying here just thinking about every single thing. Oh, this is great. I hope, th- I hope this actually stops. I think working out was a big thing about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just a really big like stress reliever. And I tend to just go back to like a more of a neutral state. Like, you know, that's like my, I guess, you know, I didn't realize uh, until the pandemic hit, because for a while when the pandemic hit, I kind of stopped. Shout outs mm-hmm. to COVID weight. Oh, my God. But um, yep. what I realized is that I used to go to the gym like all the time. And the gym was like my mental health, like refresher. Like, you know, if I had like a really bad day or really bad week, I'd go to the gym and like I'd be back to like square one. And mm-hmm. for, I think, honestly, for the longest time, you know, since I wasn't going, I didn't really have any, like, there was just no going back to neutral, you know, just things got worse <laughs> and worse and worse. And then I'm thinking about it, you know, then the riots happened earlier last year. And then, like, you know, all the political stuff is going on. And it's just like, oh, my God, I, you know, I'm just freaking out even more and more. And so, like, in this past year, you know, I've, I've really realized. So I started doing some home stuff, hardcore, and I've been better really since then, honestly. Mm. Like, so I guess yeah. I turned my coping, my coping mechanism, I guess, for it was like, I need to actually work out right now. So if I feel bad, I'm just going to work it off later. I'm just going to lift this thing until my arm hurts. We'll be good to go. <laughs> no, I mean, that's good. Yeah. At least those were like healthy alternatives for you. Yeah, I mean, I used to eat a lot too, but, you know, we ain't going to talk about that. Oh, oh, oh my well. God. Eat some snacks. Oh. I mm. oh man, we gotta keep that bearish figure somehow. I no, we don't. I mean, I oh. guess we do. Yeah, I mean, I, this ain't going anywhere. I'm sorry, I mean, y'all. This is going, I'm going nowhere. To, I don't. I, I I've been a. What it oh, what are you about to twunk? say? A tw- you're a twunk. <laughs> you're a twunk. There's very very accurate of a description of you. You are a twunk. I, I mean, have always been slim, thick, or. Whatever the twunk, fuck. twunk thick. I, I respect it. You slim thick. I respect saying that word. I can't. I cannot. Oh god. Um. 
do you do you have any closing thoughts for the people on uh on mental health do i have any closing thoughts um hmm uh you know y'all if you are having problems of any sort like you're having something you're worried about like look into it talk to a doctor talk to people you know that are safe spaces inside your circles like really get down to it don't be ashamed of figuring out like if you feel off or just something up with you like really get help for it like you know we want you to be here people that know you want you to be here 100 percent. so uh yeah just Thanks. don't be ashamed like literally take care of your mental health like it's important it's extremely important so yep that, that's my that's my mayfield's final thoughts you know <laughs> on the subject well no well said um and i agree um I think for any person listening to this who is gay and black like us, or even if you're not and you know you resonated with some of the things that we said, um, just don't feel ashamed or don't be afraid because you need help. The fact that you even recognize that you need help and that you want to be better and do better is is just so just so phenomenal. Because like Mayfield said, there are people that care about you and the people that that need you here and they want the best for you as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think you should actually be proud of yourself yep. for, for wanting to do better. But yeah, uh, that's about it for this episode of the podcast, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to keep up with us, um, get any updates, um, have any questions for us, or even any topics that you'd like us to cover, feel free to reach out to us on any of our social media pages at Two Gays One Topic. Um, that's the number two G A Y S, the number one. T-O-P-I-C.